You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Thursday. I'm James Erpine. Great to have you in. A lot to get to, including the latest A.J. McCarron news as of well, 2.20 Eastern time here on this Thursday. On Twitter, at James Erpine, at Locked On Bengals. As always, subscribe iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, Stitcher. We're there, and make sure you check out LockedOnBengals.com, where my guy Zim, well, he's writing about quarterbacks right now, writing about Andy Dalton and what the Bengals could potentially get in return for him if they traded him. That's not me hating on Andy. That's uh, Zim, who you can check out his work, LockedOnBengals.com, along with some other stuff, including Solomon Tetman's prospect spotlights as he continues to look at prospects. He's done a lot of offensive linemen. They're up at LockedOnBengals.com. He's going to look at some linebackers this week as well. We'll make sure we get those up tonight, the linebackers at LockedOnBengals.com. I'm James Rapine. Great to have you in. I want to start with something that happened yesterday that got mixed reviews, and I don't even know why it got reviews. But we're going to talk about it. The The Bengals announced yesterday that they agreed to terms with Bobby Hart. Hart is an offensive lineman, primarily a right tackle, that was drafted in the seventh round of the 2015 draft by the Giants. He's played in 33 NFL games, started in uh, 21 games over his three seasons with New York. Last year, played 522 snaps, which included seven starts. Pro Football Focus ranks him as the 67th best tackle or they did at least in 2016, and they rated him as the 74th best in 2017. Um, I'll react to that in a second, as I'm sure you guys had some reaction. Here was Marvin Lewis's statement. He said, quote, Bobby is a young player with three years of NFL experience, and he has very good upside and tools. We are excited to add him to the team as we improve our offensive line. The offensive line is a focus area for us, and this is one of various steps we are taking to improve our performance. That's Marvin Lewis on the signing of Bobby Hart. Here's how I look at the signing of Bobby Hart. You like that silence? It's because I don't know how to feel. I don't care about what happened in New York. I've heard so many people who have Googled it or looked up his pro football focus rating and are reacting to this. Like Bobby Hart is like a camp body. Bobby Hart Odds are the Bengals are going to try to give, like, who'll compete with their seventh-round offensive lineman or an undrafted offensive lineman for the last roster spot? Like, that's what we're talking about here. Best case, Bobby Hart has an impact. Last year, I look at it. What did they do? They needed to address pass rush. They, pass rush. they went and got Chris Smith. Was that the only thing they did to address the pass rush? Hell no. Chris Smith had a role. He had three sacks. He was a nice little piece, a nice developmental uh, or, or nice depth piece, but he wasn't their big, swift, groundbreaking pass rusher that they added. And Bobby Hart isn't going to be their groundbreaking offensive lineman that they've looked at. Come on now. What, why, why would you be upset about this? There were people upset that they signed Bobby Hart. Now, I'm not saying be excited or be upset. He's just a guy. Who cares? And apparently he forced his way out of the Giants or, or he was a locker room cancer with the Giants. Did you see the Giants last year? They benched Eli Manning. Uh, They fired their coach. Things were crazy up there. 
They were nuts. They went from a playoff team to two wins or three wins or whatever it was. I I don't know. I don't care about that. Here's what I care about. I care about the Bengals upgrading their offensive line before they take the field in July and August. August, rather, for training camp. I care about what they're going to do, who they're looking at. And you're talking about the weakest position group they have, offensive line. And when Marvin Lewis, is sa- Marvin Lewis says, this is one of various steps we are taking to improve our performance. Okay, fine, I'm in. Worst case, they cut him. Locked on Bengals cap expert Andre Parada doesn't know the exact specifications of what the salary is going to be. He, he estimated around $700,000. Probably all unguaranteed. Not guaranteed money. It's fine. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. And I'm getting emails worried saying he was bad. Oh, that's fine. And if he comes here and he's bad, they'll cut him. But maybe, just maybe, either Frank Pollock, the new offensive line coach, or the Bengals evaluated him during the 2015 draft, had some kind of grade on him, evaluated his tape post the Giants moving on from him and said, you know what? He still has some potential. Let's see if we can get it out of him. Let's get a closer look. There's no risk here. There's none. So there's no reason to lose your minds. There's no reason to panic. There's no reason to think that this is the only thing the Bengals are going to do. It's not. I guarantee you they add to the offensive line. If Bobby Hart's the only lineman they add, then yes, press panic. It's February. It's February. And so take a deep breath. I think it's going to be okay. The addition of Bobby Hart, it's fine. It's not good nor bad. It's just okay. We'll take it. We'll see where it goes from here. Speaking of the date, it's February 15th, and it was supposed to be a big day for the Bengals, and I'll explain why it might not be in just a minute. But I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Make sure you check out LockedOnBengals.com. Right now you can get more insight on Bobby Hart. Every single podcast is up there, um, which yesterday, if you missed it, we looked at A.J. McCarron's past, his future, and potential suitors, plus prospect spotlights and why I think the Bengals should trade for Emmanuel Sanders, plus info on Tyler Eifert, the draft, and so much more. LockedOnBengals.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Thursday tomorrow. See, I'm torn. I'm going to have I'm going to have a, a talk with Joe Goodberry tomorrow, and hopefully on uh, Andy Benoit as well from the Monday Morning Quarterback MMQB.com, also Sports Illustrated. I'm going to try to get both of those in. Whether I put them both in tomorrow's podcast, or I have a Saturday pod, or something like that, I'll let you know tomorrow on the podcast, regardless what the plan is. Worst case, I'll hold it till Monday, but I'd rather not because I think that things. By the time Monday rolls around, might change. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe I'll hold it, but I'll let you know either way. But I do know this. The next two podcasts we have, Andy Benoit, Joe Goodberry, going to be on with us. It's going to be good stuff, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I hope you are as well. As for today, it was February 15th, and we thought I did this whole podcast yesterday about how Today was the day. We're going to find out the status of A.J. McCarron. Should he stay? Should he go? What's going to happen? And, well, I don't know if it's going to. And here's why. Catherine Terrell, ESPN, (laughs) he wrote this, or she wrote this, rather, excuse me. 
And this is, uh, this is interesting for the McCarran thing. She said, McCarran thought today was the date he would hear back regarding the outcome of the grievance, but I'm told that's just a possibility. That's the anticipated date, but nobody is certain. <laughs> Hashtag McCarran watch. So now we don't know. Now we don't know when we're going to find out about the status of A.J. McCarron. We don't know when that could come down. That could be today. It could be right now as I'm doing this podcast. Could be tomorrow. Could be next week. And uh, ESPN's Dan Graziano talked about it earlier today on SportsCenter. He's either an unrestricted free agent, which means he can go out on the market and and sell his services to whomever, or a restricted free agent, which means the Bengals could offer him a contract to to hold him in place and require compensation from another team signing him. We'll find out this week there's a hearing that will be held to determine his status. McCarron is arguing that he should not have been placed on the non-football injury list when he was a rookie. Because he was on non-football injury, he did not accrue a season toward unrestricted free agency, and the Bengals believe they have him under control for one more year. McCarron's argument is that he was put on the wrong list and should have accrued a full season toward free agency and therefore be unrestricted. So we might have a decision this week or early next week on whether A.J. McCarron really is an unrestricted free agent and where he fits in this whole off-season quarterback picture that we keep talking about. That's ESPN's Dan Graziano. Um, I gotta, I got to admit, i got to admit something. And I get it. Honestly, it's more fun for me, for my job, for this job, being a podcast host, more fun for you as a fan if the Bengals, if he's restricted and someone gives up a first-round pick. And ultimately, that would be great, right? That would be so awesome because we could talk about multiple first-round picks. Maybe I could get my wish that they would look at maybe drafting a quarterback in the first round. They could upgrade center. They could upgrade the left tackle, maybe both in the first round, and all of a sudden be really good, turn a weakness into a strength. They'd have unlimited possibilities I do want to say something, though. One thing. I want A.J. McCarron to get his chance. Like, being someone, and a lot of you can relate to this in some kind of arena, but I know what it's like to be like the backup, to be the backup and and to think that you're there and you're ready and you're ready to go, and sometimes you're ready and sometimes you're not, and, and, and in this business, who knows when. But, but I know that. I know that feeling. And A.J. McCarron's felt that for a while. Since 2015. It is 2018. It'll be three years this year since he played and got legit a legitimate chance to show what he could do as a starter. So by God, I want him to get a chance to start. I want it to benefit the Bengals too. But part of me thinks the Bengals should have un- uh, traded him. I talked about this yesterday. Traded him long time ago. A long time ago. And so... I'm not picking sides, but man, he's always been a good dude to me. He's a good dude off the field. He's a really good interview. Uh, to, to me, I, I look at him like, man, I, I don't blame him for wanting his opportunity. And I hope he gets his opportunity. And in life, you never know when the right moment is going to happen. Whether it's this year, whether it's next year, who knows? Maybe he stays with the Bengals this year. Blake Bortles doesn't re-up and he ends up in Jacksonville next year and it works out really well for him. I want A.J. McCarron to thrive and succeed. I do. Whether it's here or elsewhere, most likely elsewhere. I don't see a, a path mainly for the Bengals to for him to succeed here. I don't necessarily think he's better than Andy Dalton. I think his ceiling's about what Andy is. I think they're about the same guy. You could tell me about it factor and all that stuff. I, I can't really quantify that. I don't really look for that. If it factor were such a thing, Tim Tebow would be an NFL quarterback. 
but I do think A.J. McCarron does, does deserve a chance to start. And I want to see him get that chance. So to me, it'll be really interesting to see what happens. Just to get into the nuts and bolts of it, basically from what I've gathered, obviously, and, and if you guys are paying, paying attention to this, and, and some of you are, some of you probably are just more of a casual Bengals fan, and that's fine. It's really complicated, complex, and I, I understand it to a certain degree. McCarron was placed on a non-football injury list because of an injury he suffered in college. They drafted him injured, right? And he argues that he shouldn't have been placed on that list, that he's placed on the wrong list, like, like Graziano said there. And since he wasn't active for six weeks his rookie year, it might not count towards his four years towards free agency. If not, it makes him a restricted free agent. He's saying, no, I was healthy, and the Bengals, they said I wasn't healthy, but I was good to go. Can he prove that he was healthy? That's the key here. If he can prove it, then it's a bad look for the Bengals. That being said, I don't think that he's going... How, how do you prove you're healthy? Seriously. Like, I, I, I played high school sports. I work out regularly. My knees hurt all the time. All the time. From basketball to knee injuries I had in high school that I played through. So... Let's say I had an MRI done on my knee. I bet you there is some kind of, whether it's a strain or something, they could find something and say, yeah, yeah, I know you're feeling healthy, but you need to do some rehab on this. Like with McCarron, he injured that shoulder. And that, that's what it was. He injured his shoulder. And maybe he felt good, but how do you prove it? Right? How do you prove it? And, and I don't know if there's a way to do it. So it'll be interesting to see if he can do that, what the ruling is as far as the A.J. McCarron thing goes. I, I just want to see him get a shot. And I also wanted to see him get a shot. But he should have gotten a chance when they were 5-9. and nine. A.J. McCarron should have been a starter the last couple of games. He should have. Instead, he wasn't. And... It went from there, and the Bengals dropped to the 12th pick. <laughs> For more on the 12th pick, check out LockedOnBengals.com. That's the thing. The Bengals are going to get a good player with the 12th pick because I think some of these quarterbacks are going to drop it down, like drop down some of these good players. I bet you a bunch of quarterbacks go early. Then who do they get to replace A.J. McCarron if he, if he ends up elsewhere? Do you draft a quarterback? Bring in a veteran of course, I would draft one. Plenty of time for me to get into that. As of now, we just wait to hear what's going to happen to A.J. McCarron, restricted or unrestricted. Hashtag McCarron Watch continues. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Tomorrow, you're going to hear Joe Goodberry and or Andy Benoit on this podcast talking about probably this situation, Andy Dalton, the draft, and so much more. Please tell your friends about the Locked On Bengals podcast. Subscribe, iTunes, iHeartRadio app, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast. And by the way, if you get them on iTunes, can you drop us a five-star review? I would love you for it. Thank you so much for listening. Andy Benoit, Joe Goodberry tomorrow. I'm on Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked On Bengals. Check out LockedOnBengals.com. There's a ton up there and more going up tonight. Have a great day. I'll catch up with you guys tomorrow. And if something breaks with the McCarran stuff, 
I will post something on LockedOnBengals.com. I'll write about it. Until tomorrow, I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast.